All right, so we'll say good morning, good morning. Incredible daf ahead of us today, beginning by thanking all of our sponsors to thank our Talmud Torah sponsors for the month of, uh, the month of Adar, Stephen Terry Zinn, for dedicating Ovishir Mujoshos this month in memory of Terry's father. Tzvi Hirsch Ben Yosef HaKohen to thank Paul and Kathy Pollock for dedicating all the Shirin Joshua's this month in memory of Paul's grandfather Zecharia Ben Zecharia and grandmother Dina Basdov to thank our week of learning sponsors and anonymous sponsorship Le'ilu Nishmas Moshe Aaron Alter Ben Yosef Binyamin and Sara Dina Bas Elimelech. We thank our Dafyomi sponsor for today, Mel Ram, Li'ilui Nishmas, his grandmother, Esther Bas Yaakov. We hope that in the merit of our Talmud Torah, all of the Nishamas, Slavin Aliyah, and the families in Nechama. With that, let us begin. Today's Daf is Lamed Hay 35, and we are picking up Emir Hashem on Lamed Hay. So let's so remember again, yesterday we left off, we left off the kind of like, the Gemara went, um, We've, we really expanded the scope of our conversation, but let's just kind of refocus a little bit. Our Mishnah, our Mishnah, which is very exciting because now, first of all, and of course, a Mazel Tov to Dr. Lustman on the engagement of his granddaughter yesterday. Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov. This year, go down to the Chobah B'Sha'a Tova, Umetzlachos, Mazel Tov. So, so yesterday in the Mishnah, new parak, we were introduced to this really interesting idea Namely, about the prohibitions, core prohibitions of Nazirus. It's interesting, I'll say, you know, I mentioned this before, it's always interesting. You, you would think that, like, this would be the beginning of the Masechta, right? Because here we're actually getting into the mechanics of how Nazirus works, but okay, we, we see how Shas is set up often. So, we'll say, so in any event, there are three, three core prohibitions, right? What are the three core prohibitions? Number one, Tumah. Number two, right? Ritual purity. Number two, Taglachas, inability to get a haircut. And number three, called the Lashon of the Mishnah is Yotze Min HaGefen, that which comes from grapes. Mishnah spoke about the idea of four core things that are Yotze Min HaGefen, right? Number one, the grape itself, right? Number two, grape skins. Number three, grape seeds. And number four, wine. Okay, that was the Mishnah. The Gemara said, interestingly enough, what's missing from the Mishnah's lists, leaves, right? Leaves and shoots of the vine. So Rabbi says, remember again, the Gemara said, oh, you see from here that the Mishnah does not reflect the view of Rabbi Elazar. Why? Because Rabbi Elazar is one who holds that leaves and shoots ultimately again are going to be usher. So therefore, Rabbi say, it turns out that there is a fundamental machlokis between Rabbanon and Rabbi Elazar, namely about the prohibition of leaves, leaves and shoots. Rabbanon say it's not a problem. Rabbi Elazar says it is a problem. So Rabbi say, the Gemara said, what is at the core of that machlokas? And this is when... Everything got a little wild, right? So we'll say, so what, what is at the core of their machlokas? It's an exegetical machlokas. How do we darshan the psukim? So remember, again, Rabbi Lazar darshans ultimately, again, riboy and miut. The Rabbanon darshan a klal and prat. So what we spent yesterday's daf on, what we're going to spend the majority of today's daf on, is to go ahead and explain how those various... So, so what ended up happening, so they each darshaned, and gleaned their respective positions. And then the Gemara kind of just went on to discuss the ramifications of their Klaloprat or Ribuy and Mia. So we'll say, with that, we pick up top of Lamed Hay, literally first line, end of the first line. Rabbi Lozer ben Azariah, to Kamokim Lahai Mechatson and Zaglamar. So we'll say, so now the Gemara says like this, a little bit of a, of a side point. According to Rabbi Lozer ben Azariah, we'll say, Rabbi Lozer ben Azariah was in our Mishnah. Remember again, what Rabbi Lozer ben Azariah said in our Mishnah? He wanted to suggest, it's actually quite interesting, that a person is not chayiv for violation of their neder nezirus until you eat two grape skins 
and the grape ski and a grape seed. Right? Shnei chatzonim or Rabbi Lazar the Abrenazaria the Kamokim va mehai chatzonim va azad lo mar sheinuch. So what's up? Sorry, before we read it, Rabbi Lazar Abrenazaria said in the Mishnah, you're only chayiv if you eat two grapes, two grape skins, and a grape seed. So I say, what's what's the pshat? Now, first of all, where does he get that from? Shabbos so say, this is fascinating. Shabbos ben Azariah gets it from the lashon of the pasuk. The lashon of the pasuk itself is mechartzanim viad zag. It's fascinating. That's the way the Torah describes the prohibition of the nazir. So, the way everyone else in the world reads that pasuk, I will say, is what is what the nazir can't eat anything from what from what. From the grape skins to the grape seed. So in other words, what's, what's the image? What's the imagery? The whole grape. The whole grape. Rabbi Lozeb and Azariah feels, no. What the Torah is actually giving you is a shear. Is a shear. What's the shear? What's the amount for prohibition for a nazir? Mechart samim. Chart samim says what? Plural, right? The minimum number of a plural is what? I know that wasn't good English, but you right? Two. So chart means... Two grape skins. Ad zag. Zag means what? A grape seed. Singular. Singular. And therefore, again, Rabbi Lazar is fascinating. Rabbi Lazar says the shear ultimately is two grape skins and one grape seed. So the Gemara says, Ul Rabbi Lazar ben Azari, the Kamokim lahai, mechatsanim va'ad zag. Lomar, to teach you. She'enu chayev. We'll say, Laman him with Aleph three lines down. That you only chayiv if you eat two grape skins and and one seed. Prata minale. Where does he learn the prat from? To which the Gemara says, "Sarvala Krabalazar, the darish miut veriba." Okay, so both is very simple. Rabbi Elazar ben Azari aligns himself ultimately again. Rabbi Elazar, sorry, Rabbi Elazar ben Azaria aligns himself with Rabbi Lazar, who darshins miut veriba. Fine. Fibai. Same with other possibilities. Kirabanan. Then no, he aligns himself with Rabbanan, who darshin klaluprat. And he says as follows. These sagadai t'chakid am Rabbi Lazar ben Azaria, because if it was true, just Rabbi Lazar ben Azaria said, lichtevei rachmana, lahai mechatsonim v'adzag, V'adzag gabe prate gabe prate. So I'll say if that's the case, ultimately the pasuk should have written mechat sonim v'adzag by the prat part of the pasuk, right? By the specific by, spe- by the specific part of the pasuk. Lemay hilchasa kasve basar klal. Why does the Torah position this phrase after the general statement? Shmamina lemedayne beklal uprat. It must be in order to go ahead and darshan it through the lens of klal and prat. Maybe the entire Pasuk comes to be part of the Klalu Prat. So we'll say, if that's the case, it should have just said, Oh, Shnei Chartsanim, Oh, Shnei Zogim. So we'll say, what Rabbi finds interesting about this Pasuk is that it's not phrased symmetrically. Right? In other words, the Pasuk should have either phrased it plural for both Chartsanim and Zogim. So it literally means two Chartsanim, two Zogim. Oh, chartson v'zag, or save them both singular. Instead, the pasuk writes it chartsonim plural ad zag singular. To which the gemara says, So why does the pasuk ultimately go ahead and write it plural and then singular? 
in order to darshan it ultimately as part of the Klalu Prat. However, but you can still darshan it as Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah does to give you a shear for Achila as well. So there I'll say, I'll say what the Gemara is suggesting over here is that Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah ultimately is able to dual purpose the drush or dual purpose the phrase. So mechartsonim v'adzad on one hand, Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah says could be part of the Klalu Prat of the Rabbanon and could also give you a shear for Achila of prohibition. That the shear for Achila for the Nazir is going to be two grape skins and one grape seed. I will say, by the way, I'll just point out to you that one seed, one seed. So I will say, so again, that was the Mishnah. So I will say, so remember again, I just want to point out to you the side machlokis over here, which is the definition of chartsanim and zog, right? So remember again, that was the end of the Mishnah that does, does, does chartsanim mean grape skins or grape seeds? So we're just leaving aside that machlokis, just going with the Pasha Pshat, that chartsanim refers to the grape skins and zog refers to the grape seeds. So just keep the other machlokis in the back of your mind. Fine. So it says the Gemara, Rabbi Lazar, the Darish Miut Veriba, Prat Uklal Menale. Okay, so now we're pausing here for just a moment. See, here's what we have. Here's what we have. We're going back for just a moment as we started this year today. We have our fundamental machlokis ultimately between Rabbi Lazar and between the Rabbanon. Namely, again, specifically about the ability to go ahead and the ability to go ahead and eat leaves and shoots of the vines. Rabbi Lazar is saying, you are not allowed to eat it. It's included under the prohibition of the Nazir. Ultimately, again, and the Rabbanon saying, you are permitted to go ahead and eat it. So remember, this entire discussion up until now was about the ribuy and miut of Rabbi Lazar, Klal and Prat of the Rabbanon. We just expanded that conversation. Now the Gemara is going back for just a second and asking like this. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi, Rabbi Lazar you hold that the way we dash in the prohibitions of Nazirus is through a ribuy and the miut. So now the Gemara says, Rabbi Lazar the Darish Miut Veriba Prat Uklal, I should say Prat Uklalu Prat Menale. So this is an interesting question. It's an interesting question. The Gemara, so let's just translate it and then let's try to see what the Gemara is actually asking. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar, so you Darshan Ribuy and Miut. From where do you Darshan Prat Uklal Uprat? Now, what is the Gemara asking? So if you look at the Rosh, I'll say, if you look at the Rosh, it's actually quite interesting. So the Rosh says over here, again, left-hand margin, left-hand margin, in my Rosh, it's a 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 13 lines down. Bolded lines, Rabbi Lazar, the Darish Ribuimi, Uti Prat, Uklalu Prat, Menole. Listen to this. He says, the Darish Kule Oraisa, Beribui Umi Ute, Visavar, the Klal Uprat, Uklal, Eina Mida Batora. So I will say, according to the Rosh, what the Gemara is asking is, and this is fascinating, it's fascinating. The Gemara says, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar, do you hold that the entire Torah is only to be dashed with a riboy, a miut, and a riboy, and that maybe Klalu Prat is not a legitimate exegetical principle? I will say, isn't that riveting? Isn't that an absolutely riveting question? That maybe there's a school of thought that says... Klalu Pratu Klal, or for that matter, Pratu Klalu Prat. We're going to see their sister concept. Maybe there's no such exegetical principle like this. Varminan Darish Nami Prat Prat. The in in the Prat Prat Darish. So I will say, listen to this. What the Imam is asking is like this. I'm trying to figure out over here. 
When, when we say that Rebbe darshans Ribui and Miut, does that mean that he darshans Ribui and Miut what? <laughs> to the exclusion of ever darshaning Klal Uprat Uklal, or, or say Klal Uprat? Or no, Rebbe will agree that there is an exegetical principle of Klal Uprat. It just happens to be over here by Nazir that he darshans it how? By Ribui and Miut. So that's the Shaila Rosa. Listen to this. I'm Rabbi Abo. So Rabbi says, no, no, no. Even Rabbi Lazar will agree that the concept of Klal Uprat applies. So where does he learn out from? I'm Rabbi Abo. Nafkile He learns it from the following passage. Rabbi say, the positive Gemara is going to call over here is in the case of Shomer Sacher. Right? What's a Shomer Sacher? Remember again, is a paid custodian. Paid custodian. So what's Talach? The Torah says, V'chigitim ish arayehu chamar oshar oseh. So the pasuk, let me read to you the pasuk in its entirety. The pasuk is, a person will give to his friend to watch. Right? So remember again, the re'ehu, we'll call him Ruvain, is the owner of the item. He's giving it to Shimon. Shimon is the Shomer. In this case, Shimon is a Shomer Sachar, a paid custodian. So what is Ruvain giving to Shimon? Chamar, donkey, shar, ox, seh, sheep, the chobehema, or any animal, lishmar, ultimately to guard it. So between the pasuk, umes, the animal dies, Onishpar, it's broken. Onishpa, it's lost. Ein roan, no one sees it. So boss, remember again, this is the Shomer Sachar. Sees Chayiv. Right? The Shomer Sachar, a paid custodian, is Chayiv for Gneva Va'aveda. Right? He's Chayiv again, where the animal is lost or stolen. So now watch this. Watch this. See, here we go. So the Gemara says, Chamar Oshar Oseh. Prat. So we'll say, when the Pasuk says, the person will give to his friend to watch, right? A donkey, an ox, or a sheep, that's a prat. Right? Why is that a prat? Right? That's a specific. We're, we're identifying specific animals, right? A donkey, an ox, or a set. That's a prat. The chol behema. Then it says, or any animal. And we'll say, what's that? What's that? Klau. Right? A general statement. Lishmar, to watch. Chazur parat. That's once again a prat. So we'll say, what do you have over here? Prat, uklal, uprat. Right? So I have a specific statement, right? A specific, a general statement. And a specific one, prat uklalu prat. So we'll say, what's that? Lacho iat hadan elakeina prat. So we'll say in general, whenever you have a concept like this of a prat uklalu prat, ultimately again it comes to say that even the klal is governed by the prat. So we'll say so again. We're not going to get into. So if you take a look, by the way, if you take a look, um, Rashi says over here. Rashi says over here. Um, Oh, yes. All right, so I'll show this to you because it's actually quite interesting. Rashi says, Servos is very interesting. In other words, if it would have just said the klau, right, the klau of Mina I would have thought that even if the owner, let's say, gives, Ruben gives Shimon a lion to watch, right? Or a bear to watch. So I will say, I might have thought that even Shimon, the Shomer would be chayyeh for that. So then Rabbi will say, the Prat comes along and says, no, no, no. What kind of animal? Shar, seh, chamar, or chamar, shar, seh, an animal that is capable of being guarded. That's the Prat. Right? So the Prat tells you that even the Klal ultimately only refers to an animal that's capable of being guarded. Okay, the Rush has a different drush in all of this. If you take a look at the Rush, so, Rabbi 
Shtaros Ukarkaos. Shtaros is interesting. The Rush says, no, no, no. The Prat Uklal Uprat comes to limit that it's Dafka animals that a Shomer Sachar is going to be Chayiv for. But let's say again, Ruvain entrusted Shemin with Avadin, slaves, Karkaos, land, Shtaros, documents, and something happens. Ultimately, again, Shemin will not be Chayiv for that. Why not? The Rush says over here. So I'll just point out over here, like I said, it's not the, the drush itself is not really so important for us right now. What is important for us is the Gemara is suggesting, the Gemara, Rabbi Avo, the Gemara is asking, Rabbi Lazar, you darshan ribuy and mio. Tell me, do you ever darshan prat uklal uprat? To which Rabbi Avo says, yes. Where does he darshan prat uklal uprat? Shomer Sachar. Shomer Sachar, Minach, right? Chamor, Shar, Seh, Prat, Behema, Klau, Lishmar, Prat. Prat, Klau, and Prat, and even Rabbi Lazar Darshan's that. Fine. Rava Amarava says, Nafkle Mehaikra. Rava wants to give a different suggestion. What's Rava's suggestion? Vim, Vim, Min, Prat, Prat. Uh, let me read you, read you to the Pasuk in its entirety. The Pasuk is, Viminat Son Karbano. If he's going to bring a carbon from sheep, I will say this this pasuk is by carbonos. If he's going to go ahead and we'll go and see by carbon ola. Pasuk says v'minatzon carbono. If he's going to bring a carbon from zon, minaksavim or minaizim laola zachar tamim yakrivenu. So I'll say if he's going to go ahead and bring a carbon from zon, minaksav from izim, right? Female sheep, male sheep. Well, for Ola, Zohar Tamim, he has to bring, I'm sorry, sorry, from sheep or from rams. Ultimately, again, Zohar Tamim Yakriven. He has to bring an unblemished Zohar. So watch this. So Rav says, Rav learns that from here. Rav says, sorry, and if he will bring Prat, that is a Prat, that's a limiting statement. Tzon, Klal, Kvasim, Ve'izim, Chazer, Uparat. So this is a Prat, Uklal, Uprat, Ultimately, again, you can only dash in the cloud through the lens of the prat. I'll say, take a quick look at Rashi over here. So then we'll look at the Rashi also. Rashi says, Rav Amra Mehaikra, Viminatson Karbano, Minak Savim, Omina Izim, Li Oda Zachatam Yakribano, Min Prat, Hatson Klau, Vafilu Rova, Venirva, Muksa Venevad, Esnan Umechir Shekshim the Karban. So now listen to this. From the clown itself, from, from Tzon itself, I would have thought that even if you had a, a sheep that was, that was sodomized, right? Or a sheep, right? A sheep engaged in an act of bestiality. Or a sheep that was, in, that was used for Avodah I might have thought that such a sheep could be used for a carbon as well. That's based on the clown. So the prod comes to say that, no, you can't use such a sheep. Now we'll say, if you look at the rush for just a moment, it's just interesting halachas over here. If you look at the rush, so the rush is, Rava Amar, Ba'ay Kranami Meshkachas, Le Medrash, Prat Uklal Uprat, Tichsev Viminatzon Karbano, Minaksavim Minaizim Liola, Min Prat, Temashma Miktsas Tzon, Velo Kol Tzon, Lafuke Rova Venirva. So we'll say, now listen to this. So halacha So remember, here's here, here's here's the way it works. Min is a prat. Tzon is a cloud. I would have thought, therefore, based on tzon, you could use any sheep, even if the sheep was engaged in an act of bestiality, even if the sheep was used for avodazara. Therefore, I will say, what happens? Therefore, the Torah gives me another prat to teach me that what. They, if you skip down a little bit, min prat 
the mashma mikzas behema velo kol behema. Ultimately, the animals that comes to teach me once again some sheep, not all sheep. Halakha lemaisa again a sheep that was engaged in bisyal used for avodah zara ultimately cannot be used for kavod. I will say, but listen to this. So what does the prat and klal, however, what does the klal help you with? So Rabbi say, not every sheep used in an iser can't be used for a carbon. For example, Rabbi say, if you went ahead, the halach is you're not permitted to plow your field with two different types of animals. Like I say, if you did so, it's kilayim. If you did so, you could still use that sheep. Let's say you plowed your, let's say you plowed your field with a sheep and a donkey. Like halach so you could still use that sheep as a carbon. Wherein lies the difference? In the first case, the bestiality or avodazara, the goof itself of the sheep was used for an avera. That's when the sheep can't be used for a carbon. But when the body itself was not defiled, then ultimately, again, the sheep can be used for a carbon. Okay, like I said, I will say, the specificities of it are not what the Gemara is driving at over here. What is the Gemara driving at over here? We're just, we'll say, what are we trying to accomplish? Well, it's good to remember what your goal is. What's our goal? What's our goal? To show that Rabbi Elazar Darshan's Prat and Klal Prat, that he's not just a Rebuy and Miut guy, that he holds of this other exegetical principle as well. Good. So we have two different approaches, we have two different sources. Rabbi Yavah has his, Rava has his. Fine. Amr Lev Yehuda, Midiskartel Rava, Veleilof Minhadin Kra. So we'll say, Rabbi Yehuda, Midiskartel says to Rava, why are you learning after me? Watch not for the following Pasek. Min Prat, Habehema Klal, Bakar Vatsan. So we'll say here, the Gemara says like this, here's the Pasek. Dabrel Ben Yisrael Maratel, Adam Kiakiv Mikem Karban Lashem, if a person will bring a carbon to Hashem, mina behema, mina bakar, mina tzon, takrivas karban chem. So comes along, comes along, and be discarded, and says to Rava, why not learn it out from this pasuk? In other words, you're learning it from, from pasuk about karbanos. Let me give you a better pasuk. Here it is. Min, now we're going to break up the pasuk. Min is a prat, right? A specific statement. Ha behema, clown, general statement. Bakar v'tzon, chazer parat. Ultimate bakar and son, once again, specific statement. So we'll say, what do you have in this pasik? Prat, uklal, uprat. So I have a prat, right? So again, a prat, min, klal, behema. Prat again. Prat again afterwards. Uh, good. Good. Um, I'm sorry. Min, prat, behema, klal, right. Good. So what do you see from here? prat. So we'll say, so again, all, all that's happening over here is Rabbi this character is saying, Rava, instead of using the Pasuk that you used, why don't you use this particular Pasuk? Amrlei, min hai leka lamashmanei. So we'll say, Rava says to Rabbi Yehuda of Diskarta, no, 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 you cannot darshan from that Pasuk. Why can't you darshan from this Pasuk? Listen to this, I will say. Dimi hasam, because Rava says, Dimi hasam, havamina, I would have thought as follows, ha when the Pasuk says, behema amad beis, chaya, I would have thought ultimately again that Habahema comes to include even a Chaya. Amr Chaya this takes us back, if you remember again, to the last mission of the previous parak, where we spoke about Kai. Remember again, we spoke about Kai. In Halacha, two different types of designation, a Chaya and a Behema. Now remember again, there are many, there, there are many, there are a few different ramifications regarding Chaya and Behema, both for Chaylev, Kisri Hadam. So he says, so Rabbi says, you can't use this Pasek to Darshan, Klal Uprat to Klal, why not? Why not, or Prat to Klal Uprat? Why not? Because Allah Chalamaisa, from this Pasek, I would have thought, when it says Habeima, it comes to include even Chaya. Seriously, so I said, what? Why would you assume that Chaya is Bechlal Behema? Hak Siv Bakar Vitzon. The Pasek says Bakar and Son. So it was like, Bakar and Son are clearly not Chaya. 
Prat So we'll say because this could have been just a pasuk of Prat and Klal. In other words, Rav is disagreeing, and Rav feels that this is not a Klalu Prat. Sorry, a Prat to Klalu Prat, but rather it's just a case of Prat and Klal. Now, we'll say, here was just get a little bit technical. I guess it's all been technical. But Havilei Prat to Klal, Viatadan Elakein Ha Prat. And we'll say, interestingly enough, according to Rava, this last pastor, Behudov, this Darshan, is not a case of Klalu Prat to Klal. Instead, it's a case of Klal and Prat. Klal and Prat. And when you have a case of Klal and Prat, we'll say, how do you Darshan a Klal and Prat? Iatadan Elakein Ha Prat. In that case, ultimately, again, the klal itself is only darshaned through the lens of the prat. Okay? How, how do you know that? How do you know that? That in general, again, when you have a klal in prat, ultimately it's only darshaned through the lens of the prat. The sanya, so it's actually very interesting. Okay, so let me read to you again the Pasuk in its entirety. This is by Maishu Shani. As we know, what's Allah about Maishu Shani? Maishu Shani belongs to who? Belongs to who? Belongs to the owner of the produce. Right? It's Maishu Shani. But what's Allah? You have to take it and what? Eat it in Yerushalayim. Now, what happens if you have, Baruch Hashem, too much produce to transport, or for that matter, you live too far away? So the concern that by the time you get to Yerushalayim, the produce is going to rot. What can you do? You could exchange it, right? You could redeem your Maishashini onto money. But there are guidelines for what you could use your Maishashini money on in Yerushalayim. Let me read to you the Pasuk first outside. So the Pasuk says, You could use the money, use the money for whatever you want. But specifically, Babakar, Ubatzon, Bayayin, Ubashechar. So you could use, we'll say, Bakar, cattle, Tzon, sheep, yayin, wine, shechar, also wine, or in this case, it could also mean other, other alcoholic beverages. Whatever you like. Whatever you like. You shall eat there. There being Yerushalayim, before Hashem, your God. And you'll rejoice there, you and your household. Okay. So now watch how the Gemara breaks up this puzzle. Here we go. So this puzzle, by the way, I just want to point out, what the great, once you begin to kind of look at the Torah through the lens of, of let's say, Klal and Pratu Klal, it's amazing how you read Psukim differently. Right? We'll say, now you can see it. In other words, if somebody tells you, close your Gemara, I'll show you the Pasek, break up the Klal and Pratu Klal, you could do it. Right? Because, and it's so fascinating to see how a Kaddish Baruch who structured his Torah in such a fascinating way. So watch this. So we'll say, you'll spend the money on whatever you want. What is that? What is that? Klau. Right? Anything you want. Klau. Then what? Babakar, Ubatson, Bayayin, Ubashechar. I will say, what is that? Prat. Prat. So now again, you gave me a general statement to Klal, right? I can go ahead and spend the money on whatever I want. Then you went ahead and said, I can use the money ultimately again, right? For Yayin, for Bakar, Tzon, Yayin, Shekhar. So again, cattle, sheep, wine, Shekhar, Prat, specific. And then again, Pasek says, use it for whatever you want. Once again, Chazar v'klal. So I'll say, what do I have over here? So I'll say, so this is actually interesting. This is a case of klal, prat, klal. 
We were talking about before, prat, klal, prat. So this is now general, specific, general. So we'll say, so now what happens over here? So klal, uprat, uklal. So what do I do in the case of klal, uprat, uklal? Ia tadan elekein prat. So I will say, the way, the way this works with the klalu pratu klalabosa is how, is the prat itself is defined through the lens of the klal. Ia tadan elekein, I'm sorry, right? The, the, yeah, the klal is ia tadan elekein prat. The prat, so, okay, well, here's what's happening over here. So I will say, what do you do with a puzzle like this? Where on one hand, the Torah is telling you, you could have everything. But then I say, you could have these things. And then it says, you could have everything. So what do you do? What do you do? So I will say, essentially what we do is like this. The everything is modified or is defined by the prat, or the klal itself is defined by the prat. The klal is limited, or the klal is constricted by the details of the prat. So it turns out, I both say, what's the role of the in, in a klalu pratu klal? What's the role of the prat? What's the role of the, what's the role of the prat to give you the details of the klal? Right, the klal itself includes everything. The prat is there to tell you no. The, the prat is there to give you the details. Or, yeah, I'm looking for the right word. It's to give you the details through which you'll darshan the cloud. It'll become clear in just a moment. Here it is. What's the prat? What is the common denominator? Watch this. What's the common denominator between between yayin son? Sorry, bakar. Bakar, son, yayin, shechar. What's come down amongst those four things? Here we go. Primi, pri, they each come from something else. Right? In other words, so bakar and son, they come from a mother. Right? Yayin, shechar, both come from a grape. Right? This is that from a grape. So this is a primi, pri, vigidule karka. And they grow from the ground. They grow from the ground, right? Animal, both say, an animal is considered to be gudule karka because the animal is nourished from the ground. So therefore, I will say, here's what's fascinating. So it turns out, the role of the prat, the role of the prat, is to give you the parameters for the klal. So the Torah, in other words, the role of the prat, because I will say, you can't just say, you can't just say that all you could spend your money on is what? Son, bakar, yayin, shechar. Why can't you say that? Why can't you? Why don't you just say, the Torah tell me, what can I use the money on? Son, bakar, yayin, shechar. Why can't you say that? Why can't you say that? Because you have a cloud. Remember again, I can't ignore the cloud. I have two clouds because there's a case of cloud and prat to cloud. So I cannot ignore the cloud. That I can't do. On the other hand, on the other hand, I also can't what? I also can't just use whatever I want. I can't use my whatever I want because the Torah does give me a prat. So I'll say, so what is the interplay between the prat and the cloud? So now I see it. It's so beautiful. The prat is there to develop the criteria for the cloud. That's what's happening over here. So when you look at Son, Bakar, Yayin, and Shechar, what's the come down there amongst all those things? Number one, Primi Pri. They all come from something else. And number two, they're all nourished from the ground. Oh, so now I understand. Son, Bakar, Yayin, Shechar is not coming to tell me that the only things I can spend my master shaking money on are those four things. They're coming to define the cloud. Now, the cloud says anything that satisfies those four criteria, or, or those, right, primi pre, that's two criteria, right, primi pre, consume something, and gedule karka, you could use your master shani money. It's incredible. Af called primi pre, or gedule karka. 
Beautiful, beautiful. So we'll say, by the way, this just the showing me how we darshan a klal u prat So now I understand klal u prat u klal came part of dininon fire. So now I understand that in a klal u prat u klal, the role of the prat is to give me the criteria through which I darshan the klal. Incredible. Klal basra my ahani. So I will say, what does the last klal add? In other words, so why can't I just do a klal and prat and say the same thing? Right? I have a klal, a general statement, a prat, a more specific statement, and just say that the prat is there to give me the criteria for the klal. What, what does the last klal add? My ahani, so the Gemara says, klal basra, my ahani, ahani la sufe called the domile. So I will say, see, here's what's interesting. No, the Gemara says, with just a klal of prat, Again, a klalu prat would just tell you that all you could have is the prat. The last klal ultimately says anything that resembles the prat in its given criteria is permitted to be used as well. Vesu, prat u klal u prat. So I'm going to say that was a klal u prat u klal. What about the reverse? What about, what about prat u klal u prat? So say, so again, remember, this is the case, ultimately, prat is the limiting statement, the specific statement. Klal is the general statement of the prat. So say, so again, interestingly enough, we kind of darshan it the same way. It's ke'en ha-prat dayninon. Ultimately, once again, everything is darshan through the criteria set down by the prat. If that's the case, prata basra'a mayahani, what does the last prat do for you? To which the Gemara says, ila prata basra'a, were it not for that last prat, hava mina nasa klal mosaf ala prat. I will say this is fascinating. Without the second prat, without the second prat, this is incredible. I would have thought that the klal is coming to add on to the prat. See, I will say, here's what's interesting. It's kind of the same answer, but just in the reverse. If you would have just had, right, a, a klal and a prat, I would have thought that the prat comes to limit the klal. Right? That last klal says, no. The prat is coming to give you the criteria, and then the last klal is coming to go ahead and give you all the things you could add in. <laughs> Similarly, again, in a case of kla- a prat and klal, I would have thought that perhaps the last klal is coming to totally expand the prat. Therefore, the prat that follows says, no, you can add on something, but ultimately, again, the something you add on is still limited by the criteria of the prat. It's so incredible. So, ilav prata basra, hava minanasa klal mosaf ala prat. Fine. Mirti, train klali u prata, u train prati u klala. So, now let's analyze this a little bit more. So, now I have two klals and a prat, right? Or two prats and a klal. So, I will say, train klali u prati is. Klal, prat, klal. Train prati klala is prat, klal, prat. So ke'in prata dayninan. And I will say what's interesting is, it seems to be that the result of both of those exegetical principles is the same. Right? I will say, isn't that interesting? Whether you have a klal, prat, uklal, or a prat, klal, prat, either way, it sounds like what's happening over here. The prat is there to give you the criteria and ultimately, again, the, the klal allows you to expand the prat as long as what? As long as what? The expanded items conform to the same criteria of the prat. If that's the case, the Gemara says, ma'ika baini baini. What's their synonym? Those will say, they both seem to be doing the same thing. Right? In both of these cases, whether you have a klalu pratu klal or a pratu klalu prat, the prat is there to give me the criteria. The klal is there to expand beyond the stated pratim. 
So wherein lies the difference between these two exegetical principles? To which the Imar says, Ika, so I'm sorry, so my Ika baini obeni, so Ika de'ilu tartin klali uprates, listen to this, so I will say because again, in a case of klali uprat klal, i Ika prata didamile afilu bechad sad marbinon, so I will say, this is actually, this is so exciting, this is so exciting, because I will say, you have to understand, for us, this seems like a lot of detail, right? But I will say, I just want to point out, for the Gemara, this is the very lifeblood of the Gemara. Both say, this is how the magic happens. In other words, these exegetical principles is exactly how Chazal make all of their drushas. When Chazal look at a Pasuk, say, the way they know what to go ahead and include or exclude, this is it. This is it. So for us, this is like, okay, my head's swirling a little bit. Right? But this is it. I say, so now watch this. So what the Gemara is asking, which is a fundamental shayla, is, I don't understand. At the end of the day, where we are right now is whether you're dashing klalu prat to klal or prat to klalu prat, the result seems to be the same, which is the prat is there to give you the criteria and the, the klal is there to expand the pool, as long as the pool conforms to the criteria. So what's there in the drashas? So here we go, Basa. Here it is. Here it is. So the ilu, tartan, klalu, prat, I'll say, here we go. When you have a klal and pratu klal, i ika prata damile afilu bechad sad marbinon. I will say you can include anything that conforms to at least one criteria. As long as it's similar to the prat in at least one way, you can include it. Tre prati uklali, but I will say when you have a prat uklalu prat, i ika prata de dami mishneit stadin marbinon. Bechad sad lo I will say this is fascinating. When you have a klalu pratu klal, all you need is the thing to resemble the prat in one way in order to be included. When you have a prat uklal uprat, ultimately the only way to include something about say is how is if the new item resembles the prat in all of the criteria. Incredible. So michti prat uklal ala prat So therefore again, when you have a prat and a klal, what do you do with a prat and a klal? In that case, ultimately the klal comes to go ahead and expand the prat and include everything. Umiyat veriba nami riba kol. That will say, so a prat and klal seems to be very similar to a miyot and a ribui. Because a miyot and a also does that. When you have a miyot, an exclusionary phrase, and then a ribui, an inclusionary phrase, ultimately that includes everything. So the Gemara says, ma'ika bein miyot veriba le pratu klal. Where in the difference between a miyot, a miyot and a ribui and a prat and a klal? Ika di'ilu klal, pratu klal, Marbinon afilu alin vular. We'll say here it is full circle. They will say because if, for example, you were to use the exegetical principle, ultimately again of, <coughs> a, I'm sorry, a prat and a klal, that would lead you to include even the leaves and the shoots of the vine as part of the prohibition of the nazir. Miut riba, but again, if you use a miut and a riboy, lulav and in, alin lo. Ultimately again, shoots would be included, but leaves would not. So they will say, as we close out this sugya, so here's what we have. Rosa is bringing this all together. So first of all, just a wonderful education in klalu pratu klal. So we'll say. So now, first of all, what we also emerge with is everyone subscribes to the concept of both ribui and miut and klal and prat. Right? They're exegetical principles. When you use them, how you use them, that is subject to dispute. We also saw the fundamental difference between a klal or prat klal and a prat to klal prat, which is really fascinating. We also saw, we'll say now, what, what, what happens with a prat and klal, I'm sorry, a klal and prat and a riboy and a miyot. But I will say, bottom line, bottom line, 
how do we pass in the Machlokis, the Tin of Elazar, and the Chachamim? Right? For a Nazir, we know that he's prohibited again in the three major things is outlined in the Mishnah. The Shaila is what about leaves and shoots? So Rose says, Raman Paskins in Hilchos Nazirus. Parake, Halacha Aleph, sorry, actually Halacha Bez. The Rambam says as follows. All type, we'll do this more tomorrow, but all types of grapes are going to be Aser, but he says, Aval, Ha'olun, Valulavim, Umegifanam, Asada, Hare'elu, Mutarin. So we'll say, the Rambam himself, Paskins, Halacha Lamaisa, like Rebbe Sorry, like the Rabbanon. Like the Rabbanon. Namely, that leaves and shoots are going to be permitted to the Nazir. It is only the grape and everything that comes from it that is going to be Aser. We'll say, Shkoyach, we'll stop here for today.